26 Elul, Chav Vav Elul, Tzadik, His Conversations, 608. Once, he was standing, praying with great intensity and joy, when a turkey flew up to him and distracted him in the middle of his rapture. He was very angry and drove the bird away. Then he went back to his prayer and rapture. The bird came flying back and distracted him a second time in the middle of his rapture. He became extremely angry. He drove the bird away again and went back to his prayer. Right in the middle, the bird flew back again and distracted him once again. He became so angry that he ran to get an axe to chop off the bird's head for distracting him so much. But suddenly he remembered how the Baal Shem Tov had told him that even the birds would oppose him. This assuaged his anger, and he left the bird and did not try to cut off its head. This story comes to show us how many different trials a person has to endure if he wants to draw closer to God and go in his ways. This young man needed a trial by the Baal Shem Tov himself. He had to endure the Baal Shem Tov's repeated rebuffs, rejections, and insults without being put off. On the contrary, he had to humble himself before him and go after him. Then he had to endure all the subsequent suffering and opposition. Through bearing everything patiently, he became a great tzaddik. I also understood from the Rebbe that one of the young man's biggest saving acts was the fact that he suppressed his anger and did not kill the bird when he remembered how the Baal Shem Tov had told him that even the birds would oppose him. If he had killed the bird, it would have greatly harmed his devotions. But the Baal Shem Tov gave him the remedy beforehand by hinting to him that such a thing would happen, saying that the birds would oppose him. The young man almost killed the bird, but through the mercy of God he remembered what the Baal Shem Tov had told him, and this assuaged his anger. He was saved, and later went on to achieve Nachman's wisdom. His wisdom, 308. The person who wants to live at ease in this world and enjoy its delights will find only bitterness. Even the slightest breeze will upset him. Sota, 5a. The smallest thing that happens contrary to his wishes will cause him to suffer greatly. You may be immensely rich and powerful. You may be a lord or a king. It is still impossible for everything to be as you want in a world filled with suffering. The only way to escape this suffering is in the Torah. Accept the way of the Torah, eating bread with salt. Then you will be happy and it will be good for you. Happy even in this world. Look at the truth. Understand well the troubles of this world. You will certainly see the truth of this. You will find many of these ideas in the Rebbe's teachings, especially those printed together with the Sipure Masiot. They are also brought out most forcefully in the tale of the sophisticate and the simpleton. Rabbi Nachman's story is number nine. Book. Prayer A. 70. By being happy, your prayers will reach the chamber of the king. 71. One who gets no pleasure from his prayers should sing joyously while praying. 72. God listens to the prayers of a person who prays energetically. 73. The prayers of a person who has made some vow will not be accepted until he fulfills his vow. 74. The prayers of a faithless person are not heard. 75. When a person brings joy to the tzaddik, his prayers are heard. 76. Before praying, a person should bind his spirit to the Creator. On account of this attachment, the words will emerge from his mouth of their own accord. 77. 
In reward for remaining silent when disgraced, God will answer your requests. 78. Whoever prays for a fellow Jew, God doubles his prosperity. 2. Lesson number 82. 3. When you get to the level of what, and you draw godliness to yourself by constantly binding your thoughts to God, all your battles and all other desires that run contrary to your desire will thereby be nullified. Lesson number 83. 1. When a person attains sexual purity, he is able to bring out the words of his prayers like arrows shot from a bow. And this, then, marks the beginning of the sprouting of the seeds of Mashiach. Then this person comes to the holiness of Shabbat, he becomes a free man, and he merits to attain the ultimate knowledge. He thereupon sheds his leprously impure body, which is the skin of the snake, and he dons Shabbat garments, that is, a holy body from the Garden of Eden. His fortune then ascends, and he attains wealth, his good inclination is strengthened, and the depression and mockery in him disappear. In turn, he raises up those who have fallen to bad loves and fears, i.e. of the wrong things, and he raises them to holy loves and fears. He causes the darkness to pass from their eyes, whereupon their eyes see wonders, and it is considered as if he created the world. In this way he lifts up all the petitions and requests that we make in our prayers, and they awaken the redemption which is dependent on the heart, nullifying the leaven of the evil inclination in a man's heart, which still remains there from his youth. Then the heart is able to burn passionately in the study of the Torah with a flame of love, and great waters, which are outside loves and fears, cannot extinguish this flame. With this love, the Divine Presence covers over the blood of Israel with its wings, such that the seed of the wicked, which is the waters of the flood, cannot take control over it. A person merits all this through sexual purity. 2. The leaven in a person's heart incites him to doubt the authenticity of the Torah sages of the generation, and to say this one is good and this one is no good. But through sexual purity, this leaven is nullified. Trust in God. When the fixer reported for duty, he asked the officer for his pay for the day. When the officer would not pay him, he said, But we made an agreement that you would pay me every day. True, replied the officer, but the king decreed that no one get paid today. The fixer pleaded and argued, but to no avail. I'll pay you tomorrow for two days, said the officer, but today it is impossible to pay you. The fixer devised a plan. He removed the blade from his sword and replaced it with a wooden blade, so that no one could tell the difference. He then pawned the sword blade and bought his meal as usual. The meal was a feast. The king came back again and saw the fixer completely happy. He came to visit and spend the night and asked him how things were doing. The fixer told him the whole story, how he had removed the sword blade from the handle and had pawned it to buy his meal. When I get paid today, he finished, I will redeem the blade and fix it. No one will know the difference. I can fix anything. The king will have lost nothing. Rebnussen's Letters, Year 1, Letter number 226, With God's Help, Thursday, Balak, 5596. My dear beloved son, I have prepared a letter, and I am now sending it to Lemberg with the post. The postman is in a great hurry now, as it is close to noon, and I heard that you are planning to be here soon anyway, so I will not write much. 
What I go through every day is just beyond description. How great are the deeds and wonders of God, which every day are discernible from afar. Three times a day we make the blessing, who makes the seeds of salvation sprout. We therefore have to believe that everything that is happening in the world, both on a universal scale and down to the smallest particulars, all represents a sprouting of the seeds of salvation. And to the degree that a person strengthens his faith in this, he merits to receive actual revealed salvation. I have a lot to say about this, but it is impossible to relate it all, even verbally, let alone in writing. Nonetheless, each person must believe in this, and God will soon reveal his salvation to us. Let us be happy and rejoice over him. The words of your father, Nusson of Breslov. Loving greetings to all our Nusson's letters, year two. He then told an awesome story about the Sefer HaNisraf, the burned book, which was burned while the Rebbe was in Lemberg. Reb Nussin transcribed the book from the Rebbe's dictation in three and a half hours. I walked out afterwards, he said, as if from the Idra. The Idra was where Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai revealed some of the deepest mysteries of the Zohar. Reb Nussin then said, It was only by divine help that I just told you this story. At midnight he recited Tikkun Chatzot. After reciting Chatzot, about three hours before daybreak, he took up his pen for three and a half hours and composed part of a Torah discourse based on the Mishnah one is permitted to water a dry field during the intermediate days of the festival, Moed Katan 2a, which was incorporated into his final discourse, Si Likuti Halachot Rosh Chodesh 7. Later, Reb Meir Yehuda came to him. Reb Nassan said, Even if a person is the worst sinner, the most important thing is that he hold on to the Rebbe. Then he will certainly repent and be rectified. On Wednesday, a number of our comrades were standing in his presence, and he said, Your main job will be to print books. Let your wellsprings flow outwards. He also spoke about the 72 strings. Harav Rabbi Dov of Ladezin, Harav Rabbi Mordechai of Teplik, Rabbi Gershon of Terovitsa, Rabbi Yitzchak of Dashev, Rabbi Kahat of Teravitsa, Rabbi Ze'ev of Terhavitsa, Rabbi Zalman of Nemerov, Rabbi Natanel of Teplik, Rabbi Shmuel of Teplik, Rabbi Leib of Kremenchuk, Rabbi Yosef of Kremenchuk, Rabbi Israel of Lipovitz, Rabbi Isaac Yosef of Lipovitz, Rabbi Chaim Saras of Breslov, Rabbi Israel of Breslov, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Avram of Kvar Navashelitz, Rabbi Ruven Yosef, Rabbi Moshe Yitzchak of Terovitsa, Rabbi Moshe of Ladazin, Rabbi Getzi of Ladazin, Rabbi Leib Apter, Rabbi Ozer of Ladazin, Rabbi Dov Chayalas, Rabbi Aaron of Dashov, Rabbi Moshe of Dashov, Rabbi Shalom of Dashov, Rabbi Simcha, son-in-law of Harav Rabbi Shmuel Yitzchak Zal, Rabbi Nachman ben Rabbi Yutel Zal, Rabbi Avram Petterberger, Rabbi Chaikel HaChazan, Rabbi Ephraim Sofer, Rabbi Zelig, Rabbi Lipa of Nemerov, Rabbi Yaakov Baal Magia, Harav Rabbi Hirsch Leib ben Harav Rabbi Aaron of Breslov, his son, Harav Rabbi Nachman of Cherin, his son, Rabbi Chaim Harav of Breslov, family of Rabbi Nassan of Breslov, closest student of Rabbi Nachman Zal, his father-in-law, Harav Hagon Hatzadik Rabbi David Svi of Kremenitz, his son, Rabbi Shachna, his son, Rabbi Yitzchak of Tolchin, his son, Rabbi Meir, his son, Rabbi Nachman, his son, Rabbi David Svi, his son, Rabbi Yosef Yona, his grandson, Rabbi David Svi, his grandson, Rabbi Michal, 
his grandson, Rabbi Neftali Hertz, his grandson, Rabbi Avraham, his son-in-law, Rabbi Baruch, Rabbi Shmelson's prayers to prayer number 57 on Sichot Haran 87. Hear my prayer, Hashem, and take heed of my outcry. Do not be apathetic to my tears, for I am a stranger with you, a sojourner like all of my fathers. Turn aside from me, all you workers of sin, for Hashem has heard the voice of my weeping. Master of the world, you who are filled with compassion, you who hear the sound of the weeping of your nation, the Jewish people, with compassion, help us weep a great deal every day with a truly broken and crushed heart, with a heart that is broken out of joy. Help me cry before you at all times with many tears, like a son weeping before his father, because of my great distance from you. May you be deeply moved, and may your true compassion for me be aroused, so that you will quickly restore me to you in complete repentance. Master of the world, Master of compassion, King who is appeased by tears, you know how truly woeful I am, and how much I need to weep before you, because I am so immeasurably distant from you, as you know. Have compassion on me, and open my heart, so that I will truly feel my pain, and weep before you a great deal every day, and, in particular, on the awesome days of the month of Elul, Rosh Hashanah, the ten days of repentance, Yom Kippur and Hoshana Rabbah, which are extremely holy and awesome days of favor and repentance. In your vast compassion, help me and save me, so that I will then weep a great deal with a truly full heart. Streams of water run down from my eyes because they do not keep your Torah. May I cast aside all cleverness and all thoughts that constantly interfere with, upset, and inhibit simplicity from the point of truth. May I break them all. May I nullify them and cast them away from me entirely. And may I truly pray and serve you simply and wholeheartedly. You who are filled with compassion, grant me the merit among all of your people of Israel to be on the level of a weeping youth throughout the days of awe. Have mercy, great mercy, and vast compassion so that from now on, at any rate, I will cast aside all evil and confusions. May I abandon my evil ways and my disgraceful, agitated thoughts. You who are filled with compassion, have compassion on me for the sake of your name. Give me truly good, holy, and pure days of awe. Help me sanctify myself from now on, in particular, on these extremely holy, elevated days of awe. Hashem, Help me always pour forth my heart like water before your countenance, in particular, with the multitude of salichot and other prayers during the stormy and volcanic days of awe. Who is not fearful? Who does not feel dread on these days that are filled with apprehension, terror, and fear, trepidation, shivering, and trembling before you? Who is not judged on these days? These days are extremely awesome and fearful. On these days, the angels rush about, seized by trembling and shuddering, and they proclaim, Behold, it is the day of judgment. Master of the world, Master of the world, you who are fearsome and awesome, give me new words with which to appease you from where I am right now, so that I will truly return to you from now on. You who are filled with compassion, help me. You who are filled with salvation, save me. Bring me to true wholeheartedness and simplicity. May I not indulge in any extraneous or unproductive thoughts. Instead, may I realize that I do not know anything. In truth, I do not know. It is not known to me at all what is occurring in my life and how much more what is occurring in the world, because your thoughts are extremely deep. You who are filled with compassion, have compassion on me. 
Help me truly act with simplicity at every moment, so that as a result I will truly return to you quickly. Help me cry a great deal in Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Hoshana Rabbah, as well as throughout the days of Elul and the ten days of repentance, so that your compassion for me will be aroused, and you will have mercy on me and on the entire Jewish people with great mercy and immeasurable love.